Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident and Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Present Round Guy Radio's Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. On today's episode, I'm visiting with Sean Altenhofen, owner of Pheasant Ridge Restorations in Kyoto, and he is discussing his experience with the tornadic activity that happened on March 31st in southeast Iowa. Hello. Sean, welcome to southeast Iowa today. Yes, John. Well, um, as folks know in the introduction, I have Sean Altenhofen, owner of Pheasant Ridge Restorations in Kyoto, Iowa, on the line today. And Sean, we're speaking on April 7th, and it's a beautiful day in southeast Iowa. And a week back on March 31st on that Friday, that was a different scenario in southeast Iowa. And you, sir, had an experience that most people only see in a on television or uh, on videos on YouTube or or in the movies, and you sir witnessed uh, some tornado tornadic activity in your area. Yeah, we did. Uh, it was a <clears throat> fairly scary afternoon. Uh, the, the the weather service gave us some pretty good warning days in advance, and and kudos to them. But uh, it. Um, you still don't um, know what's going to happen till it happens. Uh, I had been watching the radar earlier in the day just because I know these things pop up pretty quick sometimes, and and it was um, it was alarming how quickly uh, things gathered together and started headed uh, heading there northeast. Now, what time of day did you start to see things in the sky and it, the barometric pressure and everything around you? start to change and really get your attention well I, like i said uh, i had been online looking up uh, car parts and things like that and and uh, doing some uh, purchases and and uh, once in a while just to keep an eye on it i would uh, i would uh, step back and check uh, channel 9 weather on the website and and uh, just to see what was off to the south and west and and what might line up and and affect us here but uh, uh Mostly, that's what I was uh, keeping an eye on. Uh, didn't uh, really uh, know what was going to happen. Uh, just uh, once my son called me, and and uh, I was actually between between times looking at the, the 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 radar. My son had called me, and he said, "Hey, there's a uh, there's a uh, radar indicated tornado that's down by." Um, uh, Tumwa and, and Hedrick area or Martinsburg area. And, and, uh, I think that's going to line up with you, uh, keep an eye on things. And, and it shocked me that I thought I was on top of this. You know, I thought, uh, I thought, uh, uh, I would have seen that or, or, uh, you know, the weather around me would have been worse already, but, uh, it, it kind of surprised me, uh, that he had spotted that, uh, before, because I had, like I said, I had looked a few times. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So when uh, when uh, you started to uh, say, okay, things are actually coming my way, did you 
what kind of uh, sense did you have of what was going on in the sky? Were the, were the clouds churning in a different way? Was it a, uh, did things just get real dark and ominous, or what? What were you experiencing? No, a, a lot of the clouds that I saw, uh, you know, after he had called, I thought, well, I need to look at this and and see what's going on. I looked off to uh, out the garage window uh, to the south and west, and mostly south. And you know, I looked in the direction of Otumwa. That's where it was supposed to be coming from. And and uh, I could see the clouds touching the ground. I could see where there was no light coming. You know underneath the clouds at all. It was a, what looked like a, a, the start of a shaft uh, or something. Uh, it, uh, you got the feeling that something was on its way. And uh, looking at that and seeing those clouds go straight to the ground, I, I just, uh, I just uh, figured that the, there was uh, something happening there tornado-wise. Uh, and then uh, things started... Uh, popping on on the screen as far as uh what was going on and and uh I kept an eye on it from then I kept an eye on it uh what was going on Terry uh, my wife had come home from work and she knew something was going on we we'd gotten plenty of warning and uh so she was she was home probably 30 40 minutes before that and and she said if things get tough um uh, you need to come in and I said yeah I'm don't have a problem with that. Uh, and um, this thing just started getting larger and larger. But at that time, you didn't see a tornado. It was it was several, several miles off and down by Martinsburg. And But you could see that uh, it was getting darker and darker. Now, and, and when you said that the cloud, you looked and you could see the clouds touching the ground in the distance, were they like a gray colored cloud or a white or what did those look like? It, it, there were a kind of a dark, dark blue uh, and and uh, blackish almost. Um, you got the feeling that uh, from what my son had said and what I was looking at that this is a something that's on the ground. It's churning. And uh, so uh, after a, after a while, um, I got a call from a a friend of mine, and I, I suppose another fifteen twenty minutes had gone by, and and. Uh, it wasn't windy at all. I, I hadn't even stepped outside because this thing was a ways off yet. But after about 15, 20 minutes, a friend of mine who was coming back from Washington um, uh, who had been grocery shopping wanted to know if he could stop by, and he didn't want to have to drive through that. So he, he lives over by Sigourney, and, and, and I said, sure, come on come on down. We'll uh, we'll get in the house here, and, and uh, I can't promise I can get your truck in, but uh, – he says, "Oh, he didn't 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 bother him much about that, but uh, uh, but he he wanted a place to uh, hold up, and so he stopped by, and that's when we both went outside. The wind was starting to pick up. This thing, uh, you could see it uh, a little bit better. Um, you couldn't make out a, a cone or a stovepipe at all yet, but uh, it was. Uh, we both knew something serious was coming." So. Wow, and at that point in time, when uh, things are changing outside, did you hear, you know, you always hear this when people experience tornadoes, they talk about hearing a sound like a freight train coming. Did you experience any of that? Well, when, when uh, after a few minutes, after several minutes went by, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, 
the thing was a lot closer. You could see, uh, uh, I don't know much about tornadoes, but you could see what I understand is inflows from the north and, and, and west. And, and yes, I did experience, I always thought, well, you know, that's a common analogy that, you know, you hear a tornado coming, it sounded like a freight train, but it, it wasn't emanating, I don't believe, from the tornado. It sounds weird, but it was, mm-hmm. but it was the wind rushing into it uh, is what it sounded like. It was a roar that was coming, but I didn't get the feeling it was coming from the tornado. It was the wind that was rushing into it. So more of the just going into the tornado creating that sound. That that's what it seemed like to me because the because the the roar was was preceding uh, the tornado. It almost felt felt like it was coming from the west, um, where where the wind where the inflow was. Now, do you recall what time of day was when that that started to happen when you were really noticing when that. it was when it was that close i believe it was four to four thirty somewhere in there uh, okay. i'm not sure and your your home and your business is is about what southeast of the city of Kyoto? did i have that right yeah south I... and uh, straight south but we're on the west side of uh Kyoto, okay. so south and west oh, southwest okay and so when you're looking when you're seeing this now, do you have any scope in your mind of, okay, where is it coming this way towards me? Where is it going? And how big is this thing? Yeah, the frustrating part is trying to figure out how big this thing. You've got nothing to go by um, as to its size. Uh, you always imagine a mile wide, but uh, um, I don't know how often they get that wide. But but. You could see when it, when, it, when it got to be in about uh, I don't know ten miles away or so, uh, you could clearly see uh, uh, the two sidewalls and the width of it. But you didn't have an idea until it until something like that passes over uh, a farmstead or a road, or you've got something to gauge it by. You really don't have an idea. But mostly, we were looking at it, and I was looking at it with my friend. Uh, to, to kind of gauge the direction, I was watching the uh, east side of that tornado and looking through another property uh, to the south and west. And looking through that other property and watching that east wall, I can kind of determine, you know, maybe some of the direction that it wasn't crowding my way; it was crowding to the west. So now. When you see something like that in person, and I, I'm just I'm just trying to you know when I've seen it in videos and such, and I've been in severe thunderstorms and high winds before, but I can't honestly say I've seen a tornado. But when I've seen the videos and such, I just would imagine because what I when I do see that in videos and pictures, you imagine how magnificent this entity is but you also know how destructive and terrifying it is all in one did you experience anything like that yeah you you have to have respect for it um and 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 i've talked with this talked about this with other people before um uh you you have a feel that something feeling that something ominous is coming towards you you're trying to get a feel for whether you're going to be hit directly or not. Uh, uh, 
you want to protect your home uh, all that you can. Certainly, you can't protect it from a tornado, but it's it's your life's work, and uh, you you want to feel like you're getting all the information you can. Once once I knew if it went the other way, once I knew that it was headed right at me, certainly I would have taken cover in the basement and in, and in plenty of time. But once I knew it was walking to the west or, or, or a different line, uh, I was able to actually take a few pictures. Um, I know with lightning and things going on, we heard some thunder. And it, we, we shouldn't be outside in those it, at those times, but uh, um, it is uh, it's just awe-inspiring the power the power of uh, a tornado. The first one, really, that I've ever been I've ever experienced, uh, certainly that close. Um, but I I feel feel real bad for my neighbors and and what what has happened uh, to them. So yes, and you know. Um, and we all do. And uh, those folks, you know, we have lots of listeners in uh, in Southeast Iowa on Round Guy Radio. And that's why this program's called Southeast Iowa Today, because we like to promote the good people of Southeast Iowa. And, uh, you know, you were talking about when you were out there and the, the chance of lightning and all of this other stuff. But you had two things that are for you and against you all at once, sir. And those are you're a Midwesterner and you're a Southeast Iowaner, <laughs> so you're gonna yeah. you're gonna you're gonna look. You're gonna well, it, it, it is fascinating. Um, uh, at one point, a buddy of mine said uh, when when it was about when it had crossed 92. At one point, a buddy of mine said, "You know what? We should probably head in." And I said, "I I I really I don't know what what I said exactly, but I said I I." I just need to know this thing's going to miss us. And, and if we can get this thing, if we can get this thing to the west of us, straight west, we we have we have skirted uh, a lot of disaster. I said it, the tornadoes just generally don't make a right hand turn. Uh, they can, um, but but it, it it's not. Judging from the, the history. Of what's going on with this tornado and what I've seen in the past, it just if you can get it to the west of you, with some distance between you, that you, you by the second you 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 you're running away from danger. So um, we didn't uh, we didn't go in, uh, and uh, uh, we watched that thing walk across a field and uh, do its destruction on neighbor's property and and. Uh, walk just past Kyoto. Um, I remember saying something to my friend that I thought that was on a line to um, get uh, Hank Tuzing's house, the old Cassins mill there north of town. And unfortunately, uh, that's what it did. And, and of course, other homes uh, uh, in that path uh, got destroyed too. So um, I feel for those folks. Uh, uh, it's uh, life-changing to go through that. Yes, definitely. So I want to uh, remind our listeners that I'm visiting with Sean Altenhofen. He is the owner of Pheasant Ridge Restorations in Kyoto, and he witnessed uh, firsthand that tornado that came through southeast Iowa, one of the tornadoes that came through southeast Iowa on March 31st. Now, Sean, um, 
how much time span did all this take place in? Well, it's it's uh, it's tough to know. They say those things. This one was supposedly going sixty five miles an hour, and and uh, I guess with its size, it it um, you only feel that speed after it's gone by you and it's going away. Coming at you, you don't see that speed. Just don't. Uh, that's what my experience was. O- only when it gets to the north and west of you do you see that thing really start to move out. And wow. and I've seen that with uh, storm chasers. I've watched a few storm chasing videos, and those guys are standing on the throttle when that thing is ahead of them. And, uh, um, uh, you know, of course, they're trying to chase it, but it seems like it, it, it takes a long time to meet up or get that thing to the west of you. And, and uh, uh, so it, it's shocking that way. But when it's coming at you, you have no feel for, for the speed that it's coming at you. And, and of course, the size, you know, the size that you don't know, you, you don't know the size, so you've got nothing to compare it to until it, you know, starts walking through someone's property or, or hits a tree line or something like that. Right, right. Now, um, you talked about where you saw the path that the tornado took, and I understand that as it went away, uh, you you got in your car or your truck or whatever, and you headed that way to look out to check on your neighbors. Yeah, we weren't storm chasing at all. We wanted to see uh, uh, if that if that did. My biggest concern if that did pass through. Uh, like Cassin's Mill there, uh, uh, the old Cassin's Mill, Hank Tuzin's house, and, and see if there was anything we could do. And when we got there, there was already a couple of cars. Um, the uh, fire department uh, was was already on the scene. Uh, the LP tank was was ripped out of its position and, and bleeding out uh, LP. But most of the time, those things land on their lid, and there's no way to shut them off. And it's kind of a dangerous thing to try and shut them off. But... Uh, uh, you know that it, it, it was obvious, uh, it seemed obvious that uh, no one was home at the time. But um, um, we checked, and uh, and then we thought, well, let's just start going diagonal down the, the gravel roads and see if uh, see if we can help anybody or or find anybody that needs help. So stopped up at um, uh, some of these other properties, uh, Sirens and. Uh, Piper's old place there north of the water tower, all wiped out, all cleaned off their foundation uh, for the most part. Um, uh, uh, in some cases, uh, nobody had been there yet. In other cases, people had already been there and, and uh, uh, helped them. So uh, it was, um, you know, we were yelling down into basements. Uh, you know, half the time you expect uh, you, you want to find somebody, you want to help somebody, but uh uh, you hope that you don't have to help somebody. But, uh, um, I've never experienced anything like that. So, mm-hmm. but the power was just uh, the the power. The vehicles that were flipped out into the fields, you know, quite a distance, a few hundred yards. Uh, the uh, wagons and the, the. I remember watching a video of a fellow that stopped by the Wapalo Rural Water uh, uh, Tower. There, the water tower north of Kyoto, and. And you could see when it went through uh, uh, Casson's Mill and, and uh, the roof exploding. And you could hear, more importantly, uh, when it went through Siren's, uh, 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 Steve Siren's uh, home, I believe it was, uh, 
the the grinding of the metal, the, the grinding of the of of that farmstead uh, as it tore through it. It was uh, quite audible on the on the video. But uh, so again, there there you could see the speed that the tornado had once it took off from there. It just uh, you, you could start to feel the speed of it. So it almost sounds to me like um, other people when they've had you know, serious tragic or situations everything seems to slow down the way you described it and then once it gets past you or by you then you get back into real time it yes i i, I agree uh um those tornadoes from, from what i saw what i uh, they and maybe it's your mind that that makes you think it's lingering too long over this property it's it, it should move on and uh it's just uh you know i think it's just the way your mind reacts to what's happening that uh, uh when you know it's in a clear and open field it just seems like it's going a lot faster i bet well i bet it's safe to say that you don't want to see a tornado for a long time uh no it's uh it's an interesting phenomenon but uh um it it they need to stay out of Iowa. I, I know it's impossible with the weather changes that are going on, and and all that. But uh, uh, that's uh, too close, too close, and and affected too many neighbors. Yes, indeed, indeed. Well, Sean, uh, you know I really appreciate you coming on the program today and sharing your experience because, as I said earlier, it's something that even though they happen and they're frequent. Uh, not a lot of people experienced what you did and to give us your insights of what you experienced uh, is just so valuable because because uh, of the fact that it helps us learn and understand more as well the collective we so thank you for sharing your experience and like I said I know that uh, you know it was hard to talk about you didn't you and for other all the reasons that you mentioned, including the fact that a neighbor's house is is destroyed and yours wasn't and and we don't have answers for that um but I do appreciate you uh you sharing that experience and i know I know that it it took a lot to do that, and I thank you for it and before I let you go today, I want to just make sure that you have been able to say everything you'd like to say about it. And if there's something more that you would like to add, please do so, sir. Well, I was, um, uh, helping, uh, the neighbors down the road a bit, uh, shocking to find, uh, you know, some of, some of what the wind does. It just, uh, it's, uh, it's indiscriminate. It, uh, it'll, uh, leave things alone and, and, uh, it will uh, throw other things that you wouldn't think. Oh, gosh, you can't pick that up and throw that. I remember finding, um, you know, packages of uh, one-pound packages of pork and, and sausages out in a tree line, uh, you know, from from their kitchen, and and thought, you know, what kind of wind, you know, takes things out of a kitchen like that, throws them into a tree line, and and. Uh, uh, back sides of houses the north side and and have pieces of glass stuck into stuck into the wood on the back side on the north side you think you'd be protected but uh, those winds wrap around and and they twist things up and uh, sometimes that 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 back side is is more uh, 
lethal than the, the, the than the say the east side. But uh, it's just uh, it's just uh, it's uh, home wrecking, and it's uh, it takes away a lot of memories. You know, memories that uh, uh, when you physically look at a building or a house. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's just uh, it just underscores when you see the aftermath just how violent and destructive and evil tornadoes are. Yes. Yeah. Well, Sean, thank you so much for your time today, and uh, once again, thank you for uh, sharing your experience. Yep. Have a good day. You too. That was Sean Altenhofen owner of Pheasant Ridge Restorations in Kyoto, discussing his experience with the tornadoes of March 31st on this episode of Southeast Iowa Today, presented by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident and car doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. I'm your host, John Bain, on behalf of Round Guy Radio. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.